Today is February 15th, 2022, and this is Worlds of Books, and we're discussing the book Ordinary Grace by William Kent Kruger. Uh, I read the Wikipedia article on William Kent Kruger, and they just they, they do such a good job on folks when they have an entry on them. And uh, I'll, I'll give the highlights. Uh, William Kent Kruger was born uh, in uh, November of 1950. He's, not, he's 71 years old. He uh, went to Stanford, but I think he was, he, he, was a, he was a student protester in the spring of 1970. And uh, I don't think, I don't know if he ever graduated because uh, he, he he got into a dispute with the administration of, of Stanford University. I don't know what he was protesting, but uh, it, all the Wikipedia article said was that that uh, his academic career was cut short. So uh, uh, he supported himself by uh, uh, cutting timber, ditch digging, construction work, and self-publishing like short stories and stuff. So. Anybody that becomes a novelist that supported himself digging ditches, I, I mean, I got to have respect for. So, you know, uh, I, I expect that's probably why I like his stuff, because I, I, I think he's probably a down to earth kind of guy. But uh, uh, anyway, he his his first novel wasn't published till he was 40 years old. So uh, he won. Back-to-back Anthony Awards, and I, I apologize. I don't know what all these, uh, what the different awards are, but he won back-to-back Anthony Awards in 2005 and 2006. He won an Edgar Award in 2014 for 2013. Uh, uh, this Ordinary Grace book we're discussing tonight was the voted the best book of 2013. Uh, so I, I guess that's what the Edgar Award is. Uh, uh, let's see. He... Some of his favorite authors he read when he was younger, uh, Ernest Hemingway, uh, John Steinbeck, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Who didn't? Uh, right. Uh, and I think Hemingway was probably one of his biggest one, the biggest influences. Uh, he really likes, uh, I think he says his favorite novel of all time is To Kill a Mockingbird. That's, I guess that's a pretty safe choice. And then... Uh, He's been influenced in the mystery genre by, uh, uh, oh, I'm, the, the names are eluding me. Uh, uh, James Lee Burke is, is one of them. And, and the other one is one that I think he, Hillerman, Tony Hillerman. Does he, does he write like regional stuff, like uh, Native writes, American stuff? Yeah, Na- Navajo. Yeah, okay. Native American stuff. Right, right, right. So, Deanna, you're here. Good, good. Finally, was, I have, had done. Un, I came in and out several times. I, I noticed. It would show noticed. me unmuted, and nobody could hear me. So I finally unplugged my headset and plugged it back in. So okay, <laughs> she figured it out. Good. You beat back the technology. That's good for you. Okay. Uh, I was so, about ready um, to strangle myself <laughs> with the cord, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. So I, I, I noticed you'd been in and out about five times. I thought, man, she's having some problems, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, uh, I, I think that, that that those are the highlights of uh, uh, of the Wikipedia article on stuff. But you know, he uh, well, one last thing he he has two kids and lives in St. Paul, Minnesota. Like I said, he's seventy one years old now. So uh, I like the fact that he that a lot of his books incorporate Native Americans and other cultures into his books and stuff. And yeah. he writes. There's a Cork O'Connor series, I think that he's written, but I yes. think I've read. Yes, yeah, I've read those a, are I've read set in Minnesota yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, Cork O'Connor is half Ojibwa, and right. okay, right. yeah. So he has a lot of uh, Native American characters in it, and philosophy right. and thought in what he writes in the Cork O'Connor series. Right, right. And, and I mean, I read This Tender Land came out, I think, 2019. It was on the New York Times bestseller list for like mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. in 2019. I, yeah. that, that was great. This, this mm-hmm. book kind of, I could tell the same guy wrote both of those, but both this book and, and that one. But uh, anyway, that's that, that's kind of the, the, the background. I thought those were the highlights that I got from the, uh, the Wikipedia article. And uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's start talking. I'll, I'll call on each person and uh, 
we'll go from there. So let's see. All right, Nancy Unger, you can go first. You're at the top of the list. Okay. I really thought it was an excellent book. It was for someone who dug ditches and things like that. He was, he was pretty pretty intelligent. Um, yeah. I really thought the characterization was excellent. It moved right along. I was, it was sad to hear about Lise, but that was kind of, you know, they did more about the, how she killed um, uh, Ariel, you know, because mm-hmm. Ariel touched her, I guess, and, she, and I guess her, her um or Brant, um, the father made her, her father, I mean, what, not her father, brother. um, brother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he got Ariel pregnant, but anyway, I, I, I really liked the, the minister, um, Mr. Drum. And I, I right. really didn't right. like the Ruth drum very well until the very end. She, I understood in the way what she was going through, but on the other hand, but I, I, I thought that Jake and Frank were very interesting characters. And they they really you know and, and when they grew up they they turned out to be interesting characters and I, I just thought it was a very well written book for the most part and uh, I, I don't want to monopolize the conversation but I don't I don't know I just thought it was excellent thank you well good thank you Nancy I, I have a feeling there's going to probably be a lot of agreement with you let's see uh, Brad oh, yeah. okay <laughs> um, you know I thought this book was interesting. Once I got into it, and it took me a, a little bit, first couple of chapters to get into it. And, you know, part of it is I tend to listen to things late at night. So, uh, you know, I, I don't make a whole lot of progress on them until I'm into them. But um, once I got into it, I found it very interesting. Um, at, first, at, at first, it was kind of slow. But once I got used to it, I, I enjoyed that the story was told, you know, first person flashback from, you know, Frank's point of view. Uh, he talked about his brother. Obviously, he and his brother were very oh. close. Um, they both, it, at some point in the story, one another admitted they were each other's <clears throat> best friend, uh, admitted to each other they didn't really have any other friends except each other. Um, it moved through that the story had interesting characters. Um, I thought, you know, at the beginning, it's one of those books that if I go back and listen to it again, I'd, I'd probably pick up a lot more. He talks about the very beginning. I think he said this is the summer where, did he say there were five, five the first of five deaths when the uh, uh-huh. the, the mentally challenged kid was hit by the train. Right. And, um, and he moved through it all. Um, but as the story progressed, I was pretty much glued to it. Um, and I probably got through the last half in like a blink of an eye compared to the first half. Uh, I couldn't put it down as it went on, but uh, I thought the characters are interesting. Yeah. The Ruth character, you know, at first I'll, I'll hang on. on one hand, it was just a nice readable story. No big deal. But once I finished it and I started thinking about it, I realized, you know, there was a lot of some serious character development. The Ruth character was interesting. She was somebody who was very unhappy with her life. You know, her husband, they got married. She thought he was going to be an attorney and she was going to live the life of a um, wife of a, you know, successful attorney. And it didn't work out that way. He went to war. He was affected by the war and he decided not to be an attorney and pursued the life of a minister. And I think she was unhappy with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think later on in the book, she seemed to come to grips with it and, and I guess became more accepting of it. Of course, you know, by that time, the book was pretty much over and they moved to St. Paul. Um, but I thought the, the different characters, I thought the, the Gus character was interesting. Um, the boys looked to him as for guidance. I mean, they looked to their father, they respected their father, but they looked to Gus for guidance. They constantly went to him. Um, I don't know. Some of the other characters were, were very interesting. Um, uh, once we realized something had happened to Ariel, uh, you know, first we thought it might be the boyfriend. And then we realized, no, nah, I didn't think that was it. Even before he had admitted he was gay. And then I, uh, it was interesting how they told the story. He, he committed suicide. You know, the Frank tells the story. He was out driving. He stole some scotch from his dad and was driving. And then Frank kind of mentions in passing, there was no evidence he had done anything to avoid the tree, you know? Yeah. Um, he, um, uh, but I, something in my gut said it was Lisa, 
very early. I thought she was jealous of her brother. I figured something had happened between he, I didn't pick it up when um um yeah, which is Emil uh tried to commit suicide. But it was later on after I think Frank had gone to the house uh, looking for Jake. And uh, I think he saw Lisa ironing naked. So he went and mm-hmm. sat out on the front porch and waited. Yeah. And Lisa came out and told him that uh, uh, Ariel and Emil had gone driving in the car. I figured they were talking. And then there was some point when uh, Ariel was at the piano and Jake came up home with all the remains of the frog all over him and, he um, um, saw her crying and then she saw him and she was very loving. She saw him and didn't even ask what happened. We have to take care of you. We have to get you a bath. We have to get rid of these clothes. We don't want mom to see you. You know, she didn't even ask what happened. She was very, he, you know, he really looked up to her. Um, anyway, something just told me it was Lisa. I don't know when I figured that out, but it had to be, I was a little, um, to probably don't anyway i'm going on and on but um i enjoyed the book all right good deal thank you uh jana okay i thought this was a great book um good uh character development all different kinds of characters i thought he did a great job of portraying all the turbulent emotions that kids have when they're just starting to grow up. And, um, and it, it was also a book about forgiveness, particularly Jake forgiving Lisa for killing his sister and uh, going on to visit her when she was institutionalized. And also it reminded me of something else the the Alan, you'll probably know about this. The Stephen King book, um, Christine, also uh-huh. depicts children growing up mm-hmm. and a lot of the emotions that they feel. And it reminded me of that. That cool. kind of great character development of of teenagers. Right. So that's really about all I have to say. It was a really great choice, I think. All right. Yeah, well, well, good, good. I, 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 I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm not gonna take my turn yet, but I, but since you mentioned Stephen King, the uh, uh, the Institute was really good, and it was mm-hmm. really good with with, mm-hmm. with with young young kids. And if you have an author that can, I, I just really like a good book that 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 does the characters and and does the interplay with all the human relations stuff when they when they when they have younger characters and stuff and. I thought he, uh, William Kent Kruger does a great job with it. Stephen King usually does a great job with it too. So that's uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, that, that, that those are good good points. So. Okay, let's see. Uh, all right, the list is moving around. Let's see. <laughs> Liz Lindsay. Uh, okay. Um, well, I am in total agreement. I love this book. Was great. It was a great story. Um, it was, you know, one of the, I read it in two days, so, you know, I probably would have read it in a lot shorter amount of time, but I did have to sleep there somewhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I liked it. I had a really hard time with the Ruth character and, you know, because what was interesting is she did seem to find some satisfaction in her life through her music in the church. But she didn't support her. You know, she was she was not happy that she was the minister's wife. <laughs> um, I honestly didn't. I, I didn't start thinking about Lisa until the uh, until Frank was starting to put everything together um, about what was probably going on between uh, Emil and and Lisa. I mean Ariel and. Um, and then when we saw her just totally go nuts when Frank accidentally touched her, um, I thought, oh, okay, you know, but that was kind of pretty, I mean, I think the author was kind of giving us the, (laughs) giving us the the information to figure it out then. I didn't guess it on my own. Um, it was, it was, there was a lot of sadness in it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of sadness. I loved the, the way they ended it up in the epilogue. I, I like epilogues that, that bring you into the future and let you know that 
you know, what happened to some people and that the brothers survived and they were still close. And, um, you know, that I just, I really enjoyed it. And I, and I mean, I would read more of this author cause I, I know I very much liked the, um, the, this tender land as well. So thanks for choosing this. It was a great book. Good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Now, Deanna, you're jumping all over the place. <laughs> she wants to talk. <laughs> Go ahead, Deanna. You're up. Okay. You're up. Okay. Can you hear me still? Yes. Yes. Okay. We can still hear you. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I dropped my headphones on the floor just to, to make them happy again after <laughs> giving me such fits. You're punishing them. Yeah. I know what yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, um, I thought that he did a good job of um, showing how the two boys, um, Frank was more typical of that 13, 14 year old boy. I swear, when my son was that age, I threatened to put him in our 33 cubic foot freezer and freeze him till he turned 21 so I could <laughs> defrost him and kick him out because he was driving me up the wall at that age. They can be such snotty brats <laughs> when they're first starting to feel like they're taller than their mom and, you know, kind of, you can't make me, you know, what are you going to do? Spank me kind of, you know, that's the undertone of, of their conversation when you try to get them to do anything. Um, and I thought Jake was the typical, um, child that isn't a teenager quite yet because they still want to please. They're still very loving and adorable hormones hit. And both boys and girls turn from, you know, Prince Charming and, and, you know, Cinderella to Godzilla. I mean, it's, (laughs) you know, so um, with girls, it's, it's more drama queen hysteria. I can't go to school. I've got to sit, you know, (laughs) you have to go to school, (laughs) you know, that kind of arguments. But with, with boys, it's a lot of testing. Are you paying attention? Are you going to punish me if I do something you don't like? But first you have to catch me, you know, that kind of of attitude is very typical of that age group. Um, I thought that there was a mystery, yes, of what happened, because in a way you could tell that Gus respected and liked his former captain, but he also also blamed him for something. And that was never really clarified um, what that was. But I think Gus was kind of a lost soul to begin with. And he understood that that his former captain cared about him because, you know, he provided him a place to live. He provided him with spending money for, for doing chores around the church, you know, um, and he, went and got him out of trouble whenever he, he got into trouble. Um, so I think that there was an, a very odd um, delayed maturity on all the Gus's part. <laughs> but I think that um, Ariel's death shook everybody up mm-hmm. um, because Ruth was living out her dream through her daughter. In more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, I think that um, I think Ariel was a bit immature. Um, she was a good girl, a sweet girl, a loving girl, but she was very young. Um, you know, the, the little drama scene where she's going off with her friends to, to, to the movies and she says, you know, and pretends to be throwing a stole around her neck and um, she's off to the theater. You know, <laughs> that's just what kids do, though. Yeah, it's 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 very um, it's very playful, mischievous. But she was a very loving, kind girl, and I think that was her downfall because she romanticized Emil, and um, and I think he was very wrong to have allowed it to go the distance it did. It, that was just totally inappropriate and if he truly cared about her and her mother and her family he was being selfish Mm -hmm. but i think he was selfish 
because he abandoned the hometown girl, Ruth, and went off to Hollywood and did all sorts of screw ups. And then the war came and he got hurt. He came back home. You know, it by then she was married and had kids. And yeah, so he was immature as well. He was he was a spoiled rich kid. Yeah. And um, so so what if he was disfigured? Um, You know, it's like, get over yourself and live with it. You know, your life is yours. You do with it what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. You don't sit back and, and whine and expect your deaf sister to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, there was some complex, weird things going on in the book, but I did like it very much. Outstanding. Well, good. Thank you. Let's see. Marsha. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm going to keep this kind of brief. First, I want to say that um, I I really liked Ruth. Ruth was um, a sad character. She thought she was going to be marrying a lawyer. And she ends up marrying a minister after the war and everything. And I, you know, I mean, it's almost it's almost a deception on uh, Nathan's part but she hung with him and she loved you know uh, Jake and Ariel and um, now I can't uh, the the narrator Frank 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 yeah of course Um, and 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 I love first person narratives and Mr. Kruger did one heck of a job on, on doing this, you know, with Frank being the first person guy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think Gus really played an important part, although uh, Nathan was there for the boys, especially. Um, I don't remember him having any real interaction with Ariel, but he did a great job with those boys. and. Um, you know, if, if anybody, if they needed to, to talk to anybody, you know, they did talk to, to their dad and everything, but let's go talk to Gus. And they'd go downstairs and whatever. They'd go over to the the drugstore and uh, and everything uh, and to, to seek Gus out. And um, that, that, that was good that Gus was there. Also, um, as far as um, that cop, what the a Doyle, I think is. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He Jeez. was. I, you know, I had kind of mixed feelings about him. In some ways, he mm-hmm. was okay. Most of the time, he was kind of a. Oops, I was almost going to say a nasty word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know what the word is. <laughs> yeah, was a. Uh, but, but you know, blowing. Oh, I was thinking of a different one. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Liz? I said, he, I said it begins um, with A. And I, said, I was Land thinking, I was thinking yeah. of a different yeah. word. He's a, yeah, that's he a good, was a, that's he a, was a dick. I mean, come on. Well, well, that's that's what I was going to say. Let's call him what he was. 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 I was thinking yeah. of the yeah. A word too. Yeah. 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 Both worked very well. I'm sorry, but but the night but the night that he found Frankie out there, the night that his mom sent him to put the note on the car. And somebody had graffitied the gate with misspelled murderer. Right. You know, he he right. found him and he just took him, put the bike in the back of the car. Yep. And took him now home. see that. Uh, exactly. So, Brad. Know. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I had mixed, mixed feelings about. Yeah. Him, you know, I mean, yeah. exactly. instance, he right. could, he was okay. And then other times he was a, you know, an A or a D, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but really yeah. all in all, I mean, I really love this book. And, right. um, uh, it was, I I was really, I almost cried when, when Ariel um, died. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, but I almost did. And I'm so glad Mr. Uh, Bloodstone, Redstone. Redstone. 
Oh, was, yes. yeah. was not involved in, in one way. Yeah. I never thought he was. Not I never either. Yeah. I ne- no, it, I didn't yeah. You know, it, it, all the evidence against him was just circumstantial. And it was. Oh, yeah. It was a common sense of bigotry against him. Uh, you know? Well, exactly. no, we understand that. I mean, yeah. that's, well, I that's it, why it, they were, you know. Uh, right. Well, and that's that's about, you know, and, and, and I really also enjoyed the... Uh, um, I, I the the uh, the epilogue. I, I love epilogues mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It worked out yeah. well with, yeah. with Frank and Ties and his together. dad and and uh, and Jake. And oh, one more thing, the stuttering miracle. I thought that oh, was oh wonderful. yeah, that was yes, and that yeah. was when that you know when he was finally able to to make it through a sentence without being in torment. Mm-hmm. And that's right. you know, th- and uh, I really, I really, I love this book. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, I am going to comment on, on that Doyle character. I really think the only nice thing he did was because he thought the guy had graffitied their their their, their uh, stuff. I think that's the only reason he helped him that one time. Any yeah. anybody that would put a firecracker in a bullfrog and blow it up like that, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, oh I, my god! I, I, exactly. I, 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 I mean, anybody that, that that's that does it's cruel to animals and stuff. Really, really burns me adult, up. An adult, yeah, yeah exactly. A 14 year old doing that, but none an yeah. adult. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, doing it in so, front yeah. of the kids—that was just. Yeah, like, I know. Oh it. my god, yeah. I, 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 I never, I never forgave him for that. So yeah, yeah, it was nice he gave. He gave Frank a ride home that one time, but I still think he did that because he thought he had graffiti their house, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's see. Uh, 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 Michelle. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you said, Marsha, that you liked Ruth because I, I also liked her too. And when I started reading the book, it took me a little while to get into it. And she was the character I thought that brought me into the story because I, I kind of understood her dissatisfaction. I think I don't think it's so unusual that you think your life is going to go one way and then it goes another way, and you're kind of unhappy about that. And I thought it was very real. I mean, I think it's easy to like characters that are really nice, but, you know, sometimes it's it's truthful, I think, to, you know, when people have sort of complex feelings. And she brought me into the story. And then once I kind of got caught up in her story, then I got caught up with all the family dynamics. And then I really got brought into the story. Um, my favorite scene actually was the one where Jake was talking to Frank after Ariel had died. And, you know, he was basically saying to him, how do we go on? And I, and he, he just said, you know, you just live your life one day at a time. And you just, you know, do everything as best as you can. And I think that's really true because I think mm-hmm. when you have a tragedy like that, how do you, how do you really go on? I mean, it's, it's, it's to do. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really hard to do. Um, and I like the resiliency. I also really like the epilogue and I like the way everybody's life sort of worked out. Um, and I thought it seemed like a real place to me in this town, like the characters, the way they interacted with each other. Um, it really, ha- he, he writes like setting and place really, really well. Um, I really could imagine this, this community and all the people that lived in it. Um, the one thing that I, and, and after listening to your introduction, Alan, I'm clearly not on the right path here because I think the Edgar and the Anthony Awards are, are mystery awards. Um, and I read like two or three months ago, um, I read not the first book in the series, but the prequel to the Cork O'Connor series, which is called Lightning Strike, which takes place before like the 17 books take place. And it was really kind of similar in a lot of ways to this book, although this book was, was a lot more complex, I thought. But it was, you know, a young male protagonist and families and indigenous culture and mystery. It was, it was sort of similar. Um, but with that book and with this book, too, I guessed, like, everything relating to the mystery. Like, I knew the boyfriend was gay. I knew that Emil was sleeping with Ariel. I knew Lisa was the killer. And, and I, the same thing with Lightning Strike. And I never guess mysteries. I'm always, always wrong. 
So I, I even know he's very well awarded for mysteries, and he has this long mystery series. For me, I actually thought the mystery elements were like the weakest part of the story. Like I thought it was a little predictable, but I liked the family dynamics. I liked the community. I liked all that kind of stuff, especially the theme of resiliency. I really, I, I that's what I kind of took away the most from the book. So um, overall, I thought it was a really, really good book, um, and and I'm I'm glad I read it. So thanks for suggesting it. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good comments, uh, Ladon. Yes, this book caught my attention from the very first paragraph until the last period. It's the kind of, it's the genre, a book that I like most. Family drama with strong character development. Early in the book, I knew that the sister would die when he said that there was these deaths all in this one year, and one was more meaningful to the rest of them than the rest of them. And so that had to be the sister then. But like others, I thought Doyle would be, end up being one of the characters. I mean, the, be the guilty characters, what I thought he would end up being a murderer or something. And he didn't, and that was surprising uh, to me. And uh, I'm in a from a Baptist background, and a minister whose wife smoked and drank. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be around for very long. Well, she was mm-hmm. unhappy. But I had two other titles for this book. One I think would have been good: the worst book year ever. The worst year ever. And the other title would be, What the Hell Else Could Go Wrong? You know? Yeah, really. But it was, it was an excellent book, and I was glad I got a ch- chance uh, to read it. To read it. It was very good. Like I said, it gets you all through the book, and I like the character development. And another thing that I enjoyed about the book, I, I seem to like these, uh, which is told in retrospective. He's This mm-hmm. is 40 years later. He's thinking about what happened mm-hmm. that year when he was just a kid, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I like yeah. books I like that. So, mm-hmm. so all in all, this is one of the better books of this year, all yeah. two months of it. So. Uh, you know, I think in many ways, this book reminded me of the Wonder Years in that Kevin Arnold yes. was telling it, you know, after, you know, mm-hmm. years, and, mm-hmm. and I loved that series. I just absolutely yeah. loved it. So I agree. It's a real coming of age kind of thing. It's great. <laughs> exactly. I, I never, yeah. I never watched the Wonder Years. Oh, it was so oh, good. It's a great I think it's, show. I think yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, you can really still was. catch it on Amazon Prime, I think. You can get yeah, the DVDs. Well, yeah. Well, good you know, stuff. I, I don't know, but no, anyway, never got it. It's a fantastic show. Okay. Well, thanks, Ladon. Patricia. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know if I can really add very much to everything that was said, Um, but I really liked it a lot, too. I liked it very much. The character development, um, you know, as was said, and um, I liked Ruth also. Actually, um, you know, how her character developed and how um, she was, you know, was, dis- you know, dissatisfied at first, but how how she got to um, really um, adjusted to everything. And um, uh, I just like the way she said it was so funny, the way she said to uh, Nathan at the um, at the meal. Uh, after Ariel's funeral, and she said, um, "Nathan, can't you for once say an ordinary grace?" And that—that that was what brought about um, Jake's miracle. And he lost his—you uh, know—didn't stutter anymore after that. Uh, and um, I like that. That was mm-hmm. yeah, I really like that. And um, Doyle, I think 
you know, he was really horrible, I thought, at first. But he kind of um, came around for me when um, he um, said, you know, they should be able to let Gus out of jail uh, mm-hmm. to dig the grave, uh, yeah, dig Ariel's right. grave. Mm-hmm. So he came around for me on that when he did that. And, um, uh, yeah, the epilogue, I also like uh, the way, you know, it, it came in a way everything came together at the end. Um, I like that. And, um, like the yeah, last episode say, of you know, the Wonder Years. That was, uh, that was pretty much, uh, you know, pretty much how I felt. I really liked it a lot. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I also liked the first person telling also that was that was very good too okay that's it it? okay thanks patricia all right uh shirley well i have to be honest with you and tell you that i um did not get to finish it but I did, you know, I, I know two people that, that, that read it and I pretty well, I mean, I got to an, uh, enough of it to know the main things that happened. In fact, I can't imagine, uh, how, you know, what could really be left in the pages that I have to, to read. It seems like they've got a lot of pages to cover, not that much stuff, but anyway, um, I think it's a wonderful book. Um, I, you know, I don't usually try to read two at once, which is what I tried to do this time and I didn't quite get it done, but I think it's a wonderful book. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I didn't really think I would initially. Um, and I wasn't even sure that I wanted to read it, but boy, this guy did a fantastic job and, um, I sure was sorry, um, you know, to see, Ariel uh, get killed and everything that was very very sad and I can't say like the other person who said she she knew who it was going to be I certainly didn't have any idea she was going to be you know one of the ones to uh, to lose her life so I was sorry to uh, to hear that happen and um, you know like I said the the brothers you know they did so much together. Um, and I love the part, you know, where, um, the older brother, you know, said to, to Jake that, you know, he was his, his best friend or whatever, and he always would be, but I, I got a little bit of a chuckle out of the fact that he told him he was, you know, when Jake said he was afraid that he was going to die and everything, and he told him he was never going to die, he was not going to leave him. And, um, you know, it's like, and Jake said, of of course, you know, every, everyone dies. And, um, I don't know, uh, the mother didn't really impress me too much. Um, you know, it, it, it didn't seem like, I mean, she was a very good, uh, musician and, and, you know, things like that, but. Other than that, um, you know, I I didn't think she led that wonderful of a life. Um, so I don't know. I I could have kind of I think I could have done without her. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? As far as what happened, somebody said earlier that they thought you know that. Uh, he had made all these plans and everything, and she thought she was going to get married to, you know, she thought she was marrying a guy that was going to be an attorney and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's unfortunate that his life didn't turn out to be that way, and it wasn't the life she had planned, but that does happen a lot of times in families, especially, um, you know, once somebody's been, you know, uh, to war and different things like that. I'm sure, you know, a lot of changes mm-hmm. take place in those situations. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said, there were, uh, there were a, a lot of very interesting, very different characters. That Doyle was awful. 
you know, um, I could have definitely done without him. I didn't think much of him as a person at all. Uh, Gus was a strange character, but he was a good guy. I Mm, think he really cared about the family. So I guess all in all, um, like I said, I really liked the book, and it was a surprise for me because I, I did not think I would, and I will finish it at some point, even though I pretty well know how it ends. Um, you know, I do intend to, to complete it. So thanks a lot for uh, whoever selected it. Okay, well, good. Thanks, Shirley. Uh, all right. Uh, I think I've called on everybody. I'll, uh, I'm not going to say a lot because everybody's pretty much already expressed mostly how I feel about it. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed the book because uh, I, I, I really enjoy books that have good human relations storylines and this the he, he just nailed it, i think and the 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 relationships between the two brothers was great i, I really liked jake was just wise beyond his years and stuff and i, and I really liked a couple of the scenes i, I like the scene i really like the 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 redstone the 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 native american character i, I thought he, he he was really wise and uh uh yep. yeah I, 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 that one scene i know he was real, I think he was moved by what Jake had said about the, the, the railroad being like an iron river or something. I, oh, yeah, I the, have, the railroad have, track. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but uh, Redstone and, you know, said that. It, right, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, like a steel well, river. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought Jake had, had said it. Uh, or, or in, in, no, Mr. In, Mr. Redstone. Redstone. Oh, okay. In the beginning well, when they met him. Uh, right, he, right. Uh, the the dead itinerant. Yep. Well, right. uh, well, well. Jake said something wise in, in that scene too. But I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was he said. Yeah, but uh, uh, and then Redstone, you know, uh, was just being, uh, you know, put his hand on him. And stuff, and I think he realized, oh wait, I got to be, I got to be careful what I'm doing here and stuff. But you could tell he he was a good guy, and I I, I never for a minute thought that there was anything bad about him. It's just, uh, uh, I agree. <laughs> The Native Americans mm-hmm. in all these in all these books always are the ones with the most honor and the most character. I'm sorry, of course, you know, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, which I like, and, I, and I, I'm I'm glad William Kent Kruger writes includes you know that culture in, in these books because he he makes the characters good and 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 hopefully makes people see the errors of the, their their past ways and what they thought about the, uh, Native Americans and stuff, but. Uh, I just, I, I just thought, I thought he did a really good job there. I really liked Gus. I mean, Gus had a problem with the drink, but you could tell he was a good guy. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he was a, when the boys had something they needed to talk about and they, they didn't yeah. feel comfortable going to their I parents, think, Gus was the one they'd go to. So, yeah. I think Nathan always knew Gus had been affected by the war, as was oh, Nathan. Yeah. Exactly. And he accepted yeah. it, and that's why he, you know, as a minister, you would think he'd be conflicted with that, but I think um, he understood, and that's right. why he tolerated and put up, you know, did what he could to help him. Yeah. I, but I have a question. Remember earlier in the book when we first met everybody, and they were over in the church basement, and I think the boys left. Well, I, I actually, I think they were on the way out the door, and. Uh, Gus said to Nathan, Captain, you something about it's on it's in your hand. It's, it's on your hands or, um, you know, to imply yeah. that something happened with his platoon or whatever. It that was he killed a lot of people. Yeah. Is but that, that's all. Yeah. It, it, it never went any further than that. And I thought that right. was going to be uh, a part of the book. Did anybody else pick up on that? Implied, and they made a remark about um, Nathan as you know the captain, the officer of uh, um, um, the group in the war. You know, he had to um, make decisions that affected you know Mm -hmm. uh, other people. He had to make uh, decisions that ordered his 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 men to kill people. Yeah. And he was, he may not have done it. He said he shot people, but you never saw him up close. Right. But yeah. I think he was affected by the fact that he had to make decisions that resulted in, you know, deaths of other people. And he was affected by that forever. 
But yeah. I, I thought it was going to be more elaborated on, and it, and it wasn't. But that's I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of glad that I'm kind of glad they didn't though. Yeah, well, I mean, me, people, me too. You know, know, pe- people that go to war and stuff that that that, that, that see all kind of heinous things and stuff, and uh, yeah. He apparently was very affected, and he he didn't want to talk about it. And by golly, no. yeah, he never Kruger just just left it unsaid. When I, I was kind of glad, the fire, he did, and the so. fire and the firecrackers, he did not like the firecrackers. Right, right. exactly right. So uh, I, right. I, I kind of liked the way they did that, but uh, uh, but I, I I did like Gus. You could tell they they had been they had been through a, a time through through the war and stuff. But uh, I did not like Doyle. I mean, he he, he did a couple of things that were, were that were semi. Okay, mm-hmm. the fact that the, the fact that he ratted the you know I mean this was like 1961 when this was yeah, set, yeah, and it's yeah. bad enough bad you know, somebody girl. trying to deal with homosexuality and, and, and an right. alternative lifestyle, and, and then he the then he ratted it all off to the town yeah. and stuff, and made that and that boy killed himself. I just I yeah, I, 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 that's, that's he, hard to forgive. I, I would so. like mm-hmm. to have seen some mention that you know. Something was done to Doyle because he really did. He caused that yeah. boy's death. No, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Nothing was done to him. Yeah. 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 The boys, they knew what happened and they went to right. the barbershop the next, the very next day and the whole mm-hmm. town knew. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. They were, yeah. They, yeah. The boys were affected by that. But they right. never oh, yeah. went, actually, they never went into, actually, I mean, they, they, they mentioned the, the boy's death and everything, but they, they're saying... What they said at the end, like it probably he was you like. Mean, uh, um, what was his name? Carl. Billy. Billy. Oh, uh, the, Billy. The, 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 uh, was it, what's his name? Billy? Billy? I can't remember. Yeah, the, little, the, the mentally. Uh, in, in the, first one, the first one to die. Yeah. Which one? Uh, that he was probably sitting on the tracks and just kind of zoned out. Yeah, they him. mentioned he was yeah. just probably zoned out. Yeah. I was thinking right. he might have had. Yeah. yeah. He was in his own world. Maybe autism right. or something like that. No, I was thinking maybe um, petty petty mall seizures because sometimes when people have those, oh, right. they kind well, of space out, for, yeah, space yeah. out for yeah. a few yeah. seconds or, or minutes, and they don't really, they don't, you know, they don't fall down, they don't do anything. Right. Yeah, they're right. just they sort just of in lose. their own. Yeah, they just sort of tune out on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're coming. They come back in, and and yeah, they're a little confused was- sometimes. Yeah, that was sad, and I thought the book was going to resolve that whole I thing a little too, bit more. Brad. It I never did. did. Yeah, nope. I did. did. And, I, and thought I thought were, actually, I, I thought that was going to play a, you know, according to the synopsis, I thought that was going to play a larger part in the book than yeah. it actually did. I thought we were going to find out Doyle had something to do with that. Yeah, uh, I was yeah, thinking the same yeah. thing. But yeah. he didn't, and uh, I think in the end we just. It was just a kid, and I guess he was what on the trestle, and he right. was in his own little world. And the train yeah, sure. came along, yeah. and he didn't move, and he got hit. Yeah, yeah. It was sad. Yeah. But uh, yes. But anyway, but that that that's pretty much all I've got to say about it and stuff. So I I guess if everybody's through, I'll. How you gonna top that one, Alan? Yeah, really. I, 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 I'm not gonna top yeah, that. That was great. I, I'm picking a book this month that uh, somebody I used to work for recommended to me. And this is somebody I hadn't seen in years. <laughs> and uh, I have no idea of whether this book's going to be any good or not. So if it's oh, not, we'll good. probably have a lot to talk about. But Absolutely. Uh, good. It, 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 it's called, let's see, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Uh the DB number is nine 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 one seven. Uh, I can even it, remember that one, Alan. Yeah, we'll see, Marcia. I, I think you want to ask again. I don't seconds, know. I've we'll gotten see. a lot. Okay. I've gotten a lot right. better lately. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. But. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This one, it's a mystery, and, and I, there's a death the in it. How do you spell the last name? By Lucy. F-O-L-E-Y. Foley. Lucy Foley. Oh, by Lucy Foley, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a death in it, but I, I think maybe you don't know who the person is that's died until the end of the book, but I don't know. It's you got some kind of, Hang on, Alan. My, yeah. my, my, my note taker wasn't cooperating. Repeat the DB number. 
9917. On the 15th of February, right? The third Tuesday. Three, th- three, nine, that's, that's three, three nines and then a one seven? That's yes. It. Yes. Yep. That's and it's going to be in March, not, not February. March. So this is February. I mean, meant to say March. March 15th. I'm oh, sorry. I meant to say March. March. Uh, we got the 15th. Oh, yeah. It'll be the 15th again. I guess. The, right. the yeah. Ides yeah. of March. Yes. That's right. That, yeah, that, 15th that's of March. March. 15th of March. That's it. No, 15th no, 15th of March. Of March. What's, and what, and yeah. what's the title of the yeah. book? The Guest List. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. How so, long is it? Not too long. It's like nine hours. Let's see. Oh, easy. I love them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's part of the reason I picked not, yeah. Well, it's 10 hours, nine hours, 56 minutes. So it's 10 That's hours. Okay. That's, still, okay. That's still not I too bad. I have this thing. Yeah. Tw- yeah. 12 and under is my kind of book. There you go. Yeah. It, it, it's just a commercial audio book. I think it's narrated by, let's see. That's the, that's the one we're reading. Thanks a lot, folks. I really appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Olivia Dowd is the narrator. Yes, I'm not, I think mm. I've heard that name, but I don't know. But uh, anyway, the guest list three nines and a 17 is the book number. So I hope it's good. I don't know really anything about it other than a lady I used to work for recommended it. So there you go. So, you know, okay. I've always thought it was interesting that a lot of, you know, uh, you folks who, who um, do these book groups have not read the book in advance. <laughs> oh, see, I think that's fun. I mean, I, I, I would want to, I would want at least, you know, if I was going to, if I was going to uh, facilitate a book group, it's like, I want to know what I'm recommending to. Yeah, well, but when you're I, as many book groups as I am. Yeah, I used yeah. to feel that way too, Marcia. This is Michelle. But you know what happens is if you do that, Sherry and I used to do this all the time, and you have to end up you end up reading like four or five books before you're you right. pick one book for the group, and then yeah. you can't read any books for the other group. That was that was our idea when we started doing fictional de new was we were only going to recommend books that we had read, and and we did for a couple of years. But I'll tell you, it's it's harder than you think because you end up reading so many books, and then you're like, well, you're still not sure. Yeah, so it's it's it it gets it's too much a lot of times to do you're, that. Yeah, right. you're probably right. I think right. I read this book right after we read the the this Tender Land because right. I liked that one so much. So I read oh, this yeah. one right. that was months and months ago. So I had to mm-hmm. to reread it because oh. when you read so many books, you forget after a while what right. happened exactly. Where they went, where they were uh, uh, going down the, the the river in Minnesota. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. that was yeah. that was yeah. a, such a good book. It, well, I picked, yeah. I picked Ordinary Grace without reading it, so it, yeah. look how well it turned out. So there you go. So yeah. Yeah. Already, yeah. Already, yeah. Already, well, already my I, downloads folder. So. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope it's it. good. But like I said, it's a it's a roll of the dice, and if not, we'll have we'll have y'all can all talk mm-hmm. about me, and we we can we can tear them apart. <laughs> this last one was a roll of the dice. No. Yeah, there we go. No, so, yeah. I, I am perfectly willing to, like, you know, uh, for the Mystery Book Club, the next two books, other people have recommended them. I'll try to read them before the group, but if I don't get it, I'll read them with the group and, you know, yeah, we'll talk about it go, together. Yeah. You know, you just talk yeah. about it together. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. 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 But we had like, we had like 11 folks here tonight. So we had a, we had a good trial. So yeah. thank y'all for coming. I really appreciate good it. Night. Good. And everybody's yeah. good comments. I good appreciate night, everybody. Dan. Take care. Stay safe, folks. Yeah, right. Everybody, too. Thanks, everyone. All right. Did a whole hour.